0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to episode 135 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, The Raz, with my co-host, The Buck, bringing you another Wednesday episode from the subcockles of Reddit. Uh, we are eventually wanting to spin this off into its own thing, but we're still to think of a name, so if you have any name suggestions for a podcast that deals strictly with stories from Reddit... Uh, we'd love to hear about it at socialliabilityicloud.com. But we're going to jump right into this, Buck, with stories that you've sent me throughout the week. Um, they're, they're from various Reddits, uh, subreddits, rather, such as Relation Advice and Am I the Asshole? Uh, these are questions that we're going to answer, Buck, because we feel that we are the authority on these matters.
1: Yes. And I, I would have to agree with that, man. I, I think that uh, that you are a definitely good authority on assholes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I'm friends with plenty of them. So this first one says, am I the, I'm sorry, this is relationship advice. Asking my husband to get rid of his dog. This is not going to be good right out the gate. I can tell you that right now.
1: <laughs> now, hold on. Is this relationship advice? This is relationship advice. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm just making sure because just based on the question or the the topic, I'm like, yeah, you're the asshole. But if that's not what if that's not where we're going, then let's proceed.
0: Uh, His 27 male dog is a big part of who he is. She's even the reason I 25 year old female uh, met with him in the first place. But she is a corgi and doesn't uh, keep up and he doesn't keep up with her hair. It has fallen solely on me to take care of or in just a few days to get so bad it lands on my newborn regularly. I've pulled corgi hair out of his mouth multiple times and he is never on or even near the ground. This isn't... Uh, she isn't allowed up on furniture either. It's just that bad. I've seen so many times... To- I, her her English is horrible on here. I've seen so many time to brush heat daily... <laughs> Or at least every other day, and he doesn't. I ask him explicitly every day to vacuum, and most of the time he forgets. I don't want to be the nagging wife. I also don't want to be the woman who is growing to hate the dogs she cares for because I didn't ask to. I will feed her and take her out when I do my dogs, but I don't ask to maintain her coat. God damn, spell check, woman. God, read over what you write. I'm also making and paying for her grooming appointments. Uh, he said he can't find her a home, but I know the way he is, and he will just hold hold it over me forever. It's not like he actually plays with her much either. If it wasn't for me, I would feel she's neglected. I've started a log of everything he does or whether or not I pr- uh, prompted him each day. Is this enough to show him that he... There isn't something I can be blamed for for getting rid of her. I have a discussion weekly about him doing more, and yet he never does. I need to make sure I can't be blamed for this because it's just not fair to me. I would love to read others' opinions. My family views dogs solely as just dogs, whereas me and him view ours slightly closer to our children, so I would rather ask here. My lord. Okay. That's,
1: uh, well, you know, broken English aside... Um, I don't think it's broken know,
0: English. I think chick j- j- just can't write, spell, or construct let's... a sentence.
1: Okay, so my first snippet of advice would be get some grammar, fine tune, fine-tune those writing skills. But as far as the issue at hand goes, I do think that you have a problem with the dog and that the dog needs to go. I also think that you need to also send your husband to wherever that dog goes as well you you have far more than just a dog problem that as a matter of fact i i i even go out on a limb and say that the dog really isn't the problem dog sounds like it's just being a dog and you've got a shitbag for a partner that's that's where I would start looking to trade things in and, and rehome and rehouse stuff because if you get rid of him dog dog's gonna go so and that's just it
0: I'm looking at this from a, a little a little differently as well when you look at the totality of this you are married to this person and I'm presuming the newborn is his so you are now linked for the rest of your lives. There is nothing that will ever change that fact. Um, it, it, there's there, Something tells me there's a lot more going on here. Um, it sounds like your relationship is already doomed. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like you... Because you, you, in one sentence you're saying the dog is a big part of who he is. But then you're saying he doesn't interact with the dog. So which is it? Seriously, which is it? Is he is the dog a big part of who he is, or does he ignore the dog? I don't know. Because you, you said you can't have it both ways. Um But you know, you're saying you're paying for everything. You're married. You're married. You're both paying for everything. It's that's why everything's in the the bank. <laughs> Unless you're keeping two entirely separate uh bankings while you're married, which Okay, whatever. I mean to each his own, I suppose. Um, but you have a child now, so the child's always going to come first. and if you can find the dog a better home, then you probably should. But you know your, your husband needs to have input on that. It can't just be because you're saying you're looking for you're, you're looking for vindication so you can find it a home and get rid of it, and then your husband will just have to deal with it. Uh, your husband needs to be involved in that discussion. You need to find it a home together. Uh, or else whatever you're, you're trying to do here, playing house, is going to inevitably fail.
1: My- I still think she ought to just fire sale the whole fucking situation, take her kid and go.
0: It's not her kid, it's their kid.
1: I know this, I'm being facetious, Raz. I'm like, you know, it's doomed from the start and you're using the dog as an excuse. That's so what I'm saying. Fine, get rid of the dog, but get rid of the husband too. You know, you can't have it both ways. You know, you're gonna sit here and cry, and you know, I don't want to, I don't want to accuse anybody of being a crybaby because I really don't know enough about it, so I'm gonna recant that. But you're gonna sit here and and like you said, ask for vindication about something. You know, there are three sides to every story. There's side A, side B, and the truth.
0: So, so she's gonna get rid of the dog. And then he's like, Where's my dog? And these random people on the internet said I'd be fine if I did this. <laughs> hey,
1: oh, she does have a log.
0: Ooh, which you know that's hey, man. That, that's just telling you yeah, right there yeah. that something is something's not working. That's right. what I'm
1: saying. That's what I'm saying. You don't have a problem with the dog, you got a problem with your husband. Yeah. Like that's that's where the problem is. You know, don't don't try to reverse fix this issue. Fix the husband. The dog will follow.
0: Our next uh, article comes from, I am a 24-year-old male found a pregnancy test taken by my 23-year-old female girlfriend. (sighs) Okay. As stated, I found a pregnancy test uh, from my girlfriend for... Wait a minute, what? Oh, they've been, okay, of seven years. So they've been together for seven years. He found a pregnancy test. Got it. I found it while looking for some clean supplies under her vanity on which I was just sitting. That'll be fair, I have no idea how long it's been sitting there, as I could definitely tell it was not taken that day. I intended on waiting to ask her in person, but simply could not wait and shot her a task asking about it. Uh, she replied with a very short saying, "Lamal, yeah, I took one for funsies. But keep in mind that we have not had sex in about two months. Uh, in which the last time was definitely without a condom uh, until finishing. She is on birth control and very unmotivated to have sex as frequently and as consistently on her period, and I can test to this. I replied with simple, what? What does that even mean? She stated, I just took it one for fun. All girls do that. Do they? I don't think they do.
1: I don't... you know what? This might be another good opportunity to phone a friend.
0: Uh, no, I'm not going to do that for this one. Because um, <laughs> I don't I don't have anyone that would just do something for funsies. Uh, now to me, this sounds extremely weird. Obviously, I am not a girl, so I cannot exactly relate to the statement. The conversation went on a little uh, with me being confused about it and her stating that she took it a few weeks ago just to double check. Of course, I was never told this, but I do understand I am not exactly obligated to know these things. Yes, you are. Uh, But would like some transparency in a seven-year relationship. You deserve some. She often works extremely late nights as she is the manager in a restaurant that occasionally has uh, adultery issues. (laughs) She is very outgoing and flirtatious person and gets hit on and acts oblivious to this when it's called out. To go further back in the past i have been cheated on before in a rather brutal fashion this past has kind of scared me into thinking everything everyone is cheating in her late nights and uh her out and about doing things with others we both share locations and are pretty open about what we are doing i'm mostly a shut-in who very rarely goes out while she is the exact opposite we have been rather distant lately she works late nights i work full-time days So some weeks I will only see her one day, even that day is not very exciting. I've discussed with her being distant and not ever really doing anything together. Only met with a disdain towards the conversation. My question is the pregnancy test sparked another conversation in my head on whether or not she is cheating on me and taking tests to be safe. Typically she makes me wear a condom just to be safe. However, not in the last two to three times in the past six months. Am I overthinking this? She doesn't seem to exactly hide the fact that she took it, but the response is just extremely off. Uh, TLDR. uh, My girlfriend took a test. Okay. Uh, Edit. To any guy that messages me, girls don't take contraceptives unless they are cheating. Please go outside, get some sunlight, make a girlfriend even, and stop listening to Andrew Tate. <laughs> Edit two. I would also like to state that uh, she has not missed her period. It's the exact opposite. She is quite literally bleeding three out of four months, weeks a month. Uh, her implanted birth control has really fucked her up, and she is getting it removed in August. She has been like this for over a year. I understand it sounds insecure for thinking she's cheating right away, and to be honest, you are correct. Um... No, I I, I, I I, think there's some meat on the bone here. What do you think, Buck?
1: I mean, there very well could be, but at the same time, if she's having that much problems with her birth controls and stuff like that, no, no, I was going to say she might be taking a pregnancy test just to make sure that she's not getting <laughs> false positives, but then she wouldn't have said, she wouldn't have come back and been like, oh, yeah, some girls just do it for fun. Like...
0: Um, no, no, you don't. Uh,
1: I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a girl.
0: So, and so female I, female, I don't... female wrestlers to the podcast. Let us know. Do you uh, go sp- waste your money on pregnancy tests just to pee on them for fun?
1: I mean, there might be a subreddit for that, but I'm
0: sure there is, <laughs> yeah.
1: but I just,
0: no i'm not not,
1: not, i'm not i'm not i'm not seeing where where else the line on this dot could go
0: you're you're having you're uh, having this this you know long-term relationship seven years and you're not only seeing each other like one day a week um but yet she's around the same people and very uh outgoing person you know five six nights a week um I'm not Mm -hmm. saying she took the pregnancy test because she's cheating on you. I'm saying that it's very likely that if she has not yet cut a pony from the herd, she does have one in her sights.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm, she might be making sure that you didn't get her pregnant, bro. And you got to remember that, too. Like, the last couple of times that you did it, you didn't wear a condom. You know, she, and I'm just devil's advocating here because you know she could have very well, she could have just been balked at the at the pressure, like oh shit, he found it. You know, maybe maybe there's a there's a lot that could be going on there.
0: There is, there absolutely is.
1: You know, so I don't want to just be like, oh yeah, she's cheating, get the fuck out, because I don't think that's super duper fair. But if I were if I were if I were to have to give a percentage on how I personally feel, I think you're like 90% follow your gut on this one. I think it I, th- yeah, I think it really really could be. There's a chance that it couldn't. You know, there's a chance that it might not be though. Uh, I think too. You, it's just not I think it's not a great chance. Yeah,
0: I think your relationship's in trouble and you, if you want to save it, you need to Yeah. Do you need to do something now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like this is you're you're like defcon 2. You know, like one one more to go, man, before it's mutually assured destruction. You know, I mean, like it, come it,
0: on. It could already be too late, but if you want any chance of saving this, now's the opportunity, sir. Now is the opportunity.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, it if it's going to end, it doesn't have to end ugly. Very true. You know, like right now, you might not be able to save the relationship, but you might be able to save yourself a lot of future headache and just be like, "Yo," because again, you've been with this person for seven years. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't reasonably expect me to believe that you couldn't sit this person down and have a have a conversation with them. So, yeah. You know, oh well, they're 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 abusive, they're a bully. Well, when you're giving somebody less than great news it really doesn't matter how big of a bully they are you know it's like say what you gotta say and get up and go you know if that's 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 basically what it boils down to but it doesn't have to end ugly you can sit this person down you can talk to him and be like yo it looks like the writing is on the wall here and before I accuse you of anything you know is there any point in us even continuing on forward and, you know, you can just, you know, math it out, make a pros and cons list. You do it together as a team. And if the signs point to yes, you dissolve the partnership and the relationship and part ways and, and get things done. You know, you don't have to be like, oh, fuck, who's going to get saddled with the lease? Oh, we got a car payment. If you work all these things out friendly. Then, you know. Chances are that you can still get out of this without it having to get ugly. But it does seem to me like whether or not she's cheating it, there's there, there, there's there's something not right in that camp. And uh, and you need to get to the bottom of it.
0: Yeah. Heartfelt conversation time, folks. So our next story says I, a 37 year old female, just moved in with my fiance, a 40 year old male. And the question of what to make for dinner is a daily stress out for me. Any advice on handling the what's for dinner as a couple? Nope. (laughs) I do not. I have that fucking conversation every goddamn day. (laughs) And I have two kids, which makes it worse because.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I specifically curated this one to go in here just because I wanted to hear your opinion. It is also a daily point of frustration for me. And and more so because I can't even cook for myself. Okay, I got I got like I got two able-bodied people with me, and I'm like, all right, which one of these stallions is gonna get me across the food finish line first? You know, and and making that decision, or or looking at somebody and being like, hey, what are you making for dinner tonight? Like, what are we, what are we gonna have?
0: You tell me, sir. Yeah, like.
1: <laughs> Like, I don't know either.
0: It is I.
1: Maybe, maybe do like a HelloFresh. That's actually like where it well, sends
0: you. Let's let before we get into the let's let's actually read what her conundrum is. I, I like to cook, and I lived alone. Sometimes I would try a new recipe just for the hell of it on a random Tuesday night, just for me. But just as often, dinner was just really random. Usually some variation on a big salad, pasta, rice dish, uh, fajita, or random veggie in the fridge that just needed to be used. Sometimes when I'm feeling really lazy, oatmeal or a peanut butter and jelly or just snacks until I'm full. (laughs) All right, more more power to you. I should ask him directly about this, I know, and I will. But it seems that my fiancé expects dinner to be a whole thing every night. It's not like he always expects me to make it, but he does expect one of us to make it, and I have planned it. He just called me at noon and asked me what our dinner plans were for tonight. When I lived on my own, what's for dinner is a question I would consider around, like, 5 p.m. <laughs> it's not like he's doing anything wrong. It's just stressing me out. It's one of those things that, uh, that's a bigger issue than the issue at hand. Uh he has complained that his ex with his that with his ex he made dinner for them every single night i don't want to fall into that habit also i want i like to cook so i don't want to, uh, this to be just his thing but it's like i don't have an answer by noon he just takes it over uh, i guess what's for dinner it used to be a fun question i'd ask myself but now there's another person involved it feels like a bit of a production like put on a whole little show every night any advice on how to handle dinner as a couple would be appreciated. Buck's right. Um, HelloFresh. Um, what's the one that we had? I can't remember. We had another one. But there, there's a bunch of services like that. And it's kind of neat because what you'll do is you'll um, they have like a whole, like this this week's menu is this. And you'll pick like three of the dishes. And they show up in either dry ice or packed in... Um, in a cooler box, and it'll have all the ingredients already portioned out with directions on how to cook it, and boom, you get to try something new. We got into a very, very, like, hard rut where we had the same meals over and over and over again. It was the same rotation every week. Uh, so we tried the, um, the 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 service. I can't remember what it was called. I wish I could remember. Uh, Dinnerly. It was called Dinnerly. That's what we had. Uh, and you know we would we actually okay these are cool this is cool and you know we could source the same ingredients and we can make it ourselves now those are in the rotation Uh, and we got to find out new things that we never really thought we'd try before and we find out that some meals that look more complicated than they are so that's that's definitely something you might want to try is um is going that route but just just my opinion
1: like I said, man, I agree, and that's why I threw out the suggestion before you even read the uh, read the article over, man, because we, uh, we as in caregiver Katie and I did HelloFresh before my brother moved in here. And, you know, after my brother moved in with us to help take care of me, he, uh, you know, we just stopped doing the HelloFresh thing because we went on a two-person plan. and uh, And what's for dinner is a constant, like, Stressor for almost everybody in the house, and uh, and we actually came to a family consensus that we were just going to go ahead and start doing the HelloFresh stuff again because it's easy to get you know an extra meal or two in a week.
0: The, the one thing that bothered me about dinnerly uh, when we did it was we did the four person plan, so we we ha- we were supposed to be portioned out for four people, and I am sure that if I wasn't a fat bastard. That it would be plenty of food, but there was times where at the end of the meal I was like, "Is there any left?" And there wasn't. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, there's, you know, that that's the big problem with some of those some of those meals they send. They taste like more, but they don't they don't have any. There's none left.
0: Right. It tastes
1: like another like oh that tastes just like another one. Oh, well. I get in I get it in the next box I guess.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we, we're spoiled as a society in the United States cuz you know, we had the supersize, you know what I mean? <laughs> we had supersize fries. And and now, you know, they've all since Morgan Skurlock can kiss every part of my ass cuz that son of a bitch, you know, he caused the McDonald's to Ruined say, well, it. We're getting rid of supersize, but we're going to shift all of our sizes one but we're going to keep the prices the same <laughs> you son of a bitch i swear to god mcdonald mcdonald's fucking paid him to make that goddamn movie um but you know we, we're, we're spoiled for it now you know we're, we're used to having large portion sizes and reality is you're not supposed to eat anything bigger than your fist that's that's supposed to be about the size of your portions is, is your fist uh and you know we, we 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 tend to eat a lot more than that in this country um I try to catch myself, but then oftentimes by about 10 o'clock at night, I, I look at the wife and I say, Hey, do we have an emergency pizza in the freezer? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it's definitely something that you might want to try, uh, because it takes the guesswork out of trying to come up with what's for dinner because more often than not about five o'clock, five fifteen is when we look at each other and go, well, here's our choices. <laughs>
1: Yeah, sure. and uh, and if that's not a route that you want to go, Hamburger Helper has a delicious selection. You know, I haven't had you know. I haven't had Hamburger Helper in years. Oh my gosh, I used to live off of that or rice and roni.
0: keep the rice you know? but I, I used to love me some Hamburger Helper back. You know, back in the day, man, you you a pound of hamburger or venison in my case because that's all we used to sustain on, and uh, a box of like a two dollar and 50 cent box of hamburger helper we got a meal baby <laughs> that's what i'm saying man so either and my suggestion my
1: advice would be talk to your husband about something some kind of meal service or you know hamburger helpers you know you get that right off the instacart app you don't even have to leave your house you can know, have somebody bring you 10 boxes of that you can pick out any flavor that they have on the shelf at the supermarket from the comfort of your favorite comfy seat. And uh and you'll even have the added delight of somebody who's happily delivering your groceries to your door because we both know that you're a 20% tipper just like me. And uh and and your your service person will be grateful for it. So it's a win-win.
0: Our next story comes from the subreddit known as Am I the asshole? Am yes, I, you are. Am I the asshole for calling an intern at my husband's work a little boy? Probably. <laughs> my, well, I, you know what?
1: I, I, I'm always very quick to judge on the headlines. And this time, I'm gonna have to call you out and be like, "Let's read a little bit more into this one," because, yeah, you definitely jumped out on that one. You were like, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> I. I I, I think I think we ought to, we ought to, we ought to be responsible razes here and kind of just like sit back and digest what we've got. So before I say probably, how about you regale me with the tale here?
0: Uh, my husband is high enough in the company he works for that he has his own secretary and staff. It is common for me to show up at his office and drop stuff off or to go to lunch with him recently i noticed a new intern jack 22 year old male i personally don't think he likes me but that didn't bother me until today i went to go drop off some papers for my husband today it was supposed to be a quick in and out i have his schedule so i knew he wasn't in a meeting or anything in fact it was his lunch break so i go up to his secretary's desk and jack is sitting there no big deal i bet he was just trained uh, or just covering for today i tell him i have some papers to drop off that he left at home Jack looks at me and says he can take them. I tell him that I'm going to give them to my husband personally, since they are important. He tells me no. I give him a look and say it's his lunch break. He is not busy. Jack then tells me to sit down, girl. Oh, I was shocked and asked what he said. Same thing. Sit down, girl. My temper is thin at this point, and I called him a little boy that thinks he has power since he's sitting at the front desk when he isn't even a full-time employee. He looked shocked and got all red. I then go into the back, knock on the office door, and there is my husband doing nothing. I leave, leave and Jack wasn't looking at me. I told this story to my friend, and she told me he was just... uh, uh, It was just... He was just doing him job. I mean, she mentioned she, she says his, and I was a jerk. Am I the asshole? I don't want to bring it up to my no. husband and get, he can be, pro, uh, he can get protectives at times. Edit my cont Oh, uh, I'm not going to read that. Um, no, you're not the asshole.
1: <laughs> no, nope, Not even close. He totally fired first lady. He totally fired first. <laughs> Why are you the asshole for returning fire? No, 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 you are not the asshole. You, you, you've completely followed the social force continuum. You did not escalate farther than you had to, but you, you maintained like equal or opposite force. I mean, like you weren't going to be, yeah, I mean, like he works for your husband.
0: Yeah. And, and he's going to uh, say,
1: sit down, girl, sit like down that's down. disrespectful as fuck, man. Like, if you'd have just come out of the blue and just been like, oh, yeah, little boy, little man, child, and he'd have just been like unprovoked, and you'd have just jumped down his throat like that because you're having a bad day, yeah, you'd have been a dick. Even an asshole. But in this particular instance, no, 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 no. All you were doing was returning fire. You are completely in the clear, morally and any other way.
0: And here's the other thing, too. You're saying you don't want to tell your husband because he can get protective. I think you need to tell your husband because he needs to be protective of the company. If this little little twat waffle is going to be representing the company as the out-front gatekeeper, I think that he needs to go elsewhere and use this as a valuable learning lesson of how not to uh, act at work. (laughs) Yeah. My opinion.
1: I mean... I couldn't
0: agree more you okay. know so that was an easy one uh so next one is am i the asshole for telling my dad's girlfriend i'm not watching her kids oh am not gonna be quick to judge but i think i already know the answer to this one yeah,
1: um, i'm gonna go ahead and judge quick man i'm gonna say probably not
0: probably not because i a 19 year old female have eight younger siblings and one older sibling dear god let the woman rest Uh, two biological sisters 21 and 16 two half siblings uh five-year-old male a three-year-old male and three step siblings uh female uh, 13 110 and a seven-year-old male all on my mom's side mom uh, let's okay (laughs) my dad and his girlfriend i'm calling her franny have two boys one-year-old and two-month-old I don't live at home since I share an apartment with my 21-year-old female sister. I live pretty close to my mom and my stepdad's house since they usually need help with the kids and offer payment for us to watch them uh, around the house. Okay. My mom two weeks ago asked me if my 21-year-old female sister and I could uh, come babysit from Wednesday evening to Monday afternoon, while her and my stepdad take our 16-year-old sister out of the state for a college tour. My mom and stepdad offered to pay us each $100 a day to watch the kids in-house. Uh, we agreed since we would not only be watching our half-siblings and our step-siblings. Jeez. Everything was going fine till Friday morning. I was putting the kids into the car seat so I could take them uh, to their day camp when my dad and his girlfriend showed up at the house with their two kids. Franny jumped out of the car and ran up to me. She kept saying that she was so excited she caught me and asked if my car had extra seats so she could put the babies in car seats. Uh, confused, I asked her what she was talking about. Franny told me that she heard that my sister and I were babysitting and she was going to drop off her kids with me so I could watch them while her and my dad went on a romantic weekend getaway. I told her no. was That I was only watching my mom and stepdad's kids and I didn't have the time or space for a another two younger, more high-maintenance kids. Franny began getting upset and screaming that I was being selfish and ruining her weekend and that her babies are easy and don't even cry that much. I persisted and continued telling Franny no, saying I'm not obligated to watch her kids. After 20 minutes of her screaming, she finally got in her car and left. All day I was getting text messages and calls from Franny and my dad calling me rude, selfish, and an asshole for not helping her and my dad. I've talked to my mom and stepdad about, uh, about it and who think I'm in the right and need to ignore Franny and my dad. My sister, 21, and sister, 16, think I'm being harsh, and I could have watched the babies for a bit while the other kids were at camp. Am I the asshole? Update, I'm at work right mm. now, so this is all from my 21 sister, female. At 6 p.m., Franny dropped the kids in car seats with bags off Uh, rang the doorbell and ran back to the car and drove off. Thankfully, my sister grabbed the kids and brought them inside. She spent an hour wrangling all the kids and then realized this was too much and called my dad's parents who live an hour away. Thankfully, they drove over and picked up the babies. When I get home, I'm going to try and call Franny and my dad. My mom and stepdad are super pissed and want to come home early.
1: Are, you are so far you are the polar opposite of the asshole. Like, no fucking shit. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with Franny, man?
0: I think Franny she, wants a visit from social services.
1: Yeah, it's just child abandonment. That's that is what she did. She abandoned her children on somebody else's doorstep.
0: That is insanity. It's insanity. No, you're not the asshole, not at all.
1: No, not even close.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I was I was not going to call you the asshole to begin with. Then the, the 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 postscript there at the end was like, okay, you are so far beyond not the asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're actually pretty pretty damn decent person because I would have just called the police or CPS.
0: Oh my. You Lord. know,
1: thank thank you for keeping your head composed enough to be able to just call, call call, your dad's parents.
0: Yes, indeed. Thank goodness
1: they came because you got that many kids, you're overwhelmed. I come from a big family. My parents didn't pull that shit. And all my brothers and sisters, I got five brothers and three sisters. They're all my biological siblings. Okay, I'm number four in the pecking order. Number three. Number three in the pecking order. My parents didn't make me sit at home and watch the kids. And if they did, there was like an accord. You know, my parents were like, oh, hey, your mom and I, we're going to go take a ride or do whatever we do. And uh, we're going to leave you here with all your younger brothers and younger sister. And I'm going to give you 50 bucks. And, uh, you know, you don't really have a choice, but at least we're paying you. And I'm, You know, this is back in the 90s. You give me 50 bucks back in the 90s? Fuck yeah, all day long.
0: I'm getting new video game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I spent all my money on cigarettes. But I mean, like, whatever. I got them. You know, running running my parents, like, black market daycare for my younger brothers and sisters was the way I got myself to be, you know, a smoker before I was 18.
0: Thank God for your parents. (laughs)
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, do you know how much a black market pack of cigarettes cost back in the '90s? Like, Jesus pfft. Christ! <laughs> people, people started bitching when cigarettes went up to like six fifty a pack. I'm like, ah, I've been paying that for twenty years. Like, <laughs> no, you are not the asshole, kiddo. You are not the asshole. Not indeed. You actually, you you did all the right moves. Indeed. Good job.
0: Indeed. All right, folks, that's going to bring us into another episode of the Social Liability Podcast. Uh, We don't ask you to pay anything for all the free funny that you get, but we do ask that you pay attention. If you have any uh, suggestions for a name for this Wednesday edition where we talk about Reddit stories, we would appreciate your input at social liability at iCloud.com. For The Buck, I'm The Raz, wishing you all a happy and safe week, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Social Liability Podcast.